What's up, everybody? You're listening to Chill Sundays. I'm your girl, Saha. I'm your girl, Keisha. Chatio. Yep, we in the building. Been gone for a minute, but we back again, uh-huh. June 3rd. And we're here to talk about the current events, what's going on, and give you that real perspective. So, everybody knows, you know, Pusha T, he dropped his album, Daytona, and he just dropped the bomb on your boy Drake. Right. Yeah. With yeah. the life of Adidon. <laughs> Adidon. <laughs> yo, when I'm talking about Pusha T, like, yo, I see somebody post on Instagram, we gonna have to call him Pusha T, like, with the T-E-A. It definitely, <laughs> he, he pushed us off guard. Yeah, man. Wow. It's crazy out here. I was definitely took it off guard. Yeah, yeah. It, it was crazy because um, Drake, Drake, man, to be, be that he got the fans on his side, man. He, he, it seemed like he big dogging people, man. He be trying to bully folks, man, on the low, you know, because Pusha didn't have a problem with Drake. He didn't say nothing about Drake. He wasn't bothering Drake. His issue was always with Birdman, right? Because mm-hmm. from back then when they did um, what happened to that boy, the clips, I remember that. they only paid up half mm-hmm. of the money. They didn't get the other half of the money. Um, they were supposed to pay. They were supposed mm-hmm. to pay. Um, you know, Pharrell. You know, because Pharrell um, made that made that beat. Mm. And um, they didn't. They didn't. What's the name, man? That, that's why, if you ever notice, you never see really Pharrell even do music with them. Right. After after the fact or whatever like that, and you know, and then um, it goes into you know the bape, and uh, Pharrell and them ain't really want ain't want Wayne and them. Remember Wayne was starting to wear the bape too, but oh, yeah. remember Pharrell was um, he was in going. partnership with the right. guy Nigo. Mm-hmm. From from Bape or whatever, he ain't really care for them dudes to wear it. So it was but Wayne was blood. still, yeah, Wayne was still what's name, and then you know, and that's when that song Mr. Me Too. So it goes back from then. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Before, like before Drake, before was, Drake even was even around, on, right. yeah, before they even know who what a Drake was, you know. So it was always a little shots there, uh, Wayne throwing his subliminals. You know, pushing them, you know, Wayne flat out was like, if you were a Pusha T fan and F you, mm. that was a few years back. So it's kind so of like... So it was always, and then, you know, and then what's the name made that song Exodus going at Wayne, mm. uh, uh, Pusha T. So it just always seemed like they was, it was always bad blood. And I think Drake just jumped in just to like jump in, like on some loyalty type thing. I'm not sure, but I know he... He just pushed it on that song, um, Two Birds With One Stone. Right. Right? So, basically, Drake is the one who threw the first shot. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? Pusha T. Yeah. And then Pusha, and, and then it was like, okay, so Pusha made Infrared, mm-hmm. you know, off of his album. Which and was, it, like, years later. Yeah, right? Was it a year? It was, I guess. I, I don't know how long ago was that Two Birds With One Stone mm-hmm. song is. But, you know, so Pusha, I guess, you know, took his time or whatever until he made his thing and he addressed it on Infrared, addressing the ghostwriting allegations. 
Yeah. And Drake decided, like, okay, the same day you drop your, your tape, I'm going to try to finish you or steal the energy. He dropped came with that, that duppy. duppy. Came with the duppy freestyle. And duppy then, was hard. And mm. then he came with that. So, we, you know, a lot of people kind of push out. Yeah. I didn't. But I was like, you know, you got to understand, man. This is this is a, a, a person who who deal with morals and, and you know, a different a different walk of life. So it was like I knew he wasn't gonna let that ride. Mm-hmm. And then he came with, with his joint, man, oh man, the story of Adi Dung. Which yeah. which trying to give him a lick shittles or nothing. <laughs> yeah, so you know, once once he tried to steal the momentum he came at him hard, and it was like, yo, everybody was like, oh. So it took away from the momentum of the guy's album. Right. But at the same time, it was people who was, like, still checking for it, and then they was like, well, we don't know what Pusher going to do, and this and that. And some people was on the fence, and not everybody liked the freestyle of Drake, um, Drake's Duffy or whatever. But, uh, you know, he was just trying to, you know, call him. A ghost, like it's over for him. Duppy means ghost in Jamaican, mm-hmm. Jamaican terms or whatever. So, I mean, you know, but then when he came with the story of Adi Dunn, man, he addressed some issues, some real issues mm-hmm. that was in there, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, from there, you know, y'all could, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, it was like it was three major things that I don't think that anybody could overlook. Well, maybe just two right. major things. I feel like nobody could overlook the fact that Drake was in blackface. Right. Definitely. That's definitely a no-no. He wrote a statement like a day after or almost like it seemed like almost within the same day that the video like came out with Pusha T, Pusha T dropped it. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, you know, like basically... He was doing it for like a project when he was an actor and if this was like his demonstration of like showing how, you know, African Americans are treated in the entertainment industry and like not a lot has changed. Mm. And like, come on, dogs, like seriously. Well, you know, I don't believe that anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. I think whoever was behind that whole thing was trying to make a mockery right. of dudes, and he probably wasn't even aware of it so much so. Because, I mean, for Nah, one thing, this is the same thing that's like, yo, you see, like, um, when last couple weeks back when Prince Harry was getting married to Meghan Markle, mm. they had the picture of Prince Harry when he was drunk at, um, with the Nazi. Now these people they know what time these it is. is. These is like things that people are doing, like I think he proud. was clowning he was clowning and he's talking about Jim Crow, but I'm like, yo dog, you from Canada. Like there was no Jim Crow in Canada. The thing So you're is, not even connected to that type of vibration. You get what I'm I saying? I wanna know what I wanna know why you did that. Like what yeah. was the real reason why? Like clowning. Like you was clowning, you thought this was funny. Like it's to me Insecure if you're if you're if you're if you're black, you know what I'm saying? Right. You that doesn't even look cool. Even if you don't even know the history of blackface. Yeah. You're somebody who you're you're somebody who is black, 
Like, for you to put on a black face, you know what I'm saying? Like, what I feel like is that, you know, he's Jewish. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably grew up, had he, Jewish he friends. Grew up with mm-hmm. He had a real problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jewish Jew. people, he's like, Jew. Jewish people have done things like this. Like, historically, we've seen, like, you mm-hmm. know, through the entertainment industry, like, them do things like this. Mm-hmm. We know mm-hmm. that they have their hand they're the they're the ones that puppeteer everybody in the in the industry anyway because they're the ones that's running it well they created that whole thing first off when i heard about this i was like my first thoughts was because i didn't know the history behind it at first so i was like what's these dudes arguing about you know Mm -hmm. then i was like you know when i listened to actually what pusha t was saying I was like, wow, like, once, you know, he talking about his baby mom, so I can understand, like, you know, all gloves is off because mm-hmm. Pusha T said, like, he, like, he has a family, he respects his family, he loves his wife, and honestly, if I, my dude, I don't want them to be, like, on my yeah, side. Yeah, you better clap, I'd be like, you better you know? clap so back, I'm, you better clap know, back. I'm like, yeah, like, kudos to Pusha T, because he's like, yo, I got my fiance, that's my wife. And, you know, I'm a ride for her. So I, you know, give him much respect for that. And um, then it was like he put out the point about, you know, he wearing blackface. And, you know, uh, he's not, he has a baby by a prostitute. Well, I call her prostitute. But <laughs> she's, she's a porn star. Porn star. Well, the reason why I call she her a prostitute because you're paying, you get paid for sex. Yeah. And the thing Same is, it's like, yeah. you know, with these with these guys in this industry, you know, and in this industry, for me, mm-hmm. my eyes, you know, it may not be what everybody thinks, but this is a greasy game. These people, they out here and they, you know, portray one thing and they do another, right. you know, and I All feel like when... People, I was happy that Pusha T actually put this out here because mm-hmm. not that I don't like Drake and I don't like Drake's music. Like, I love Drake's music and I will still listen to it even whether this is going on or not. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, I felt like people need to know who they're dealing with. Yes. And really are, what's yeah. really going on in these people's lives because they really need to know that, yo, these dudes is out here and they have issues and they have things that they going, they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, yo... People regular say, chicks don't think these guys is messing with you. They messing with these strippers and they messing with these porn stars. They messing with whoever, these prostitutes yeah, yeah. because it's easy for them to have sex with. They don't want to have no real live relationship with y'all. Yeah, they just pay. They, they just want to get it pay fast away and, and do their music and mess with the next. So they chick. just Johns, man. They just paying for a good time. Yeah, and, and, and then you know, even with the blackface, it's like to me, it's like very yo, disrespect. stop. Honestly, I'm I'm very disappointed. It's not even mm-hmm. like I'm mad at y'all. I'm disappointed. Like I'm disappointed like you my brother. Like I'm disappointed with you, Drake. I'm disappointed with you, Kanye. Yeah. Because I feel like y'all are ex y'all are no limit right now. Y'all are no limit. Like y'all don't have no like decency towards black people at this at any time. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about how you know slaves had a choice. No, they did not have a choice mm-hmm. because their choice was not to be a slave. Right. And 
People have a choice, Kanye. Like you said, people have a choice. It was your choice, Drake, to say, oh, I'm going to put on blackface. And not yep. even thinking about how that's going to affect the black community. Like, mm-hmm. you represent the black community. I don't care how Jewish you are, how white you are. It's a lot of half And that's half the reason people. why he, that's the reason why I feel like he did it. Yeah. Because he's a part of a Jewish community, yeah. but he represents black people yeah. in his community. But, so why the fuck right. are you putting on blackface? Well, I don't think but at you know, the time he represented no black I, I mean, if the he's time, the only he black the... person in that, if he's like one of the only black people in his circle, right? Yeah, of but he's. People, but you could tell even the way how he, how he speaks is yeah. like, you know, not saying proper is a, is a certain way, but it's a it's a certain dialogue that he has. It's like him, dude, him and Kanye you try have, to really. You have a you have it's a like, complex. To me, it's like you know y'all want to be white exploiting. Yeah, at the time y'all are exploiting. Black people to the lowest level, yeah. yeah, to the lowest level. Like they him not, and Kanye, I, they want to get validation yeah, for like, white people so bad. I was proud of y'all at one point in time because y'all are people that be like moved up, moved up with your life and show people that and show black folks that they can be successful. They can do something. They can get out the hood. They can't deal with that adversity in their life. But to see y'all. Somebody's wearing blackface to see somebody talk yes. about slavery and who had a choice and you know to like think about you know what's going on in society nowadays and it's like yo y'all are not really dealing with y'all have security y'all got all these people that's around y'all that's protecting y'all mm-hmm. but y'all don't think about the people that's out in these streets that don't have no protection and they dealing with people one on one that's really dealing with people calling them out calling them a nigga calling them. Telling them that their uh-huh. hair look like a mop because they want to wear natural hair and they don't have straight hair. Telling them that they stupid or they dumb because they're black. Calling them a monkey. Calling them all of these things. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all are exploiting black music, black people, you know, for your music, for money and for gain. And y'all not even thinking about, y'all not even, you don't have no idea of what actual people are dealing with in their day-to-day yeah. lives. And this is why I'm, I'm not even like... I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointing you because you're so much fucking better than that. Well, maybe you're not. Honestly, I feel like if you're the type of person that, you know, if you're the type of person that once you reach a certain status, you feel like you could totally um, just look down upon a whole race of people, Mm -hmm. you know, and being at this picture with him in a blackface was taken so early on in his life. That Mm kind of like, to me... It makes it seem like he kind of always looked down upon black people, you know, too, because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's plenty of people who are um, mixed, you know, they're biracial, but they don't identify at all with with their black side. And there's some people that do, and you're making it hard for them to be themselves. And the thing is, y'all not comfortable with yourselves. And that's something that y'all need to deal with and get y'all own therapist and get all this money, what y'all have money to pay for. Right. You know? Right. I think he had problems with the whole fact of how his father, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he wanted to shun that whole side of him when his father and all of that and that's why I, I, I that's why I like the Pusha T joint because it speaks to so many truths because yeah. it's like he opened up with his father talking about his father you know what I'm saying well talking about 
his situation, like, you know, he think he's a big dog, but he got to split that money with baby. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, let's talk about your father. Yeah. You know, and you and now you around parading your father around, like, he's some type of whatever. He's still thinking he's some type of pimp or some type the of whatever. The father's delusional. Yeah, Sorry. he got his suit on, and he thinking he's some pimp yeah. type dude. And you parading him around, and just like how he said, you, you shunning marriage and all of this, and you and you parading your pops around, but your moms, I thought you said you love your mother. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, everything and you that he's everything saying, you're doing is contradictory. Yeah, what, like, you, you basically know? just getting exposed for a hypocrite yeah, that yeah. you are. And, yeah. and, and that's basically yeah. what it is, like, nowadays. Like, with, with a lot of these celebrities, like, when you find out, like, who they actually yeah. are, it's like, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, and I feel, right. I feel bad for Drake's mom. I feel bad yeah. for you know. That's yeah. I yeah. feel bad for if if this is allegedly you know they push a T said it is. But a lot of people everybody. have said a lot of people but, have said you know, it's his kid and he didn't deny it. Yeah. That's the one part of the um, oh. response oh. that he hasn't. They um, said he just met spoke. up with her in a private jet or some some crazy or whatever. Now. Yeah. So right now so he's like doing now he's damage control. Yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to, to clean her up to present her to the public. And you know like. I feel like, you know, you're a human being, Drake, so I can't get mad at you, you messing with these these thoughts out here. But I feel up, like man. but you know, just like when I look at race and think about race, I don't think of you, Drake. Because I when I listen to your music, he never I just had, yeah, he doesn't I reflect just that. Had so much fun with your music. That's why yeah. that's you why know? he got caught. He got caught with a bad joke, just mm-hmm. like how Prince Harry said, Oh, that was a bad joke. It was all in fun, but it was poor taste. Mm-hmm. You know, you got caught out there in blackface, which is very poor taste. Right. You know, but you now say, now you try and play it off like you, you know, you so much for the people. Fuck out of here. You're yeah. not for the people. You're not for us. You're for that. You're for making a dollar. Exactly. You know, and that's at the end of the day what it is. And to get on the baby mother topic, okay, for somebody who always is rapping about so much women empowerment right Mm -hmm. then to turn around and be like having a situation like this yeah it's like you somebody who you kind of basically okay as a woman you speaking to us and you we're relating to you because we're looking at you like we want guys to say stuff like this we want guys to be of good moral standards right we want guys to be like this that and a third and he basically with this whole what what he's really doing in his real life is like the total opposite which is a stab in the back Mm -hmm. to all of the women who are actually fans of his because it's like every every like every purchase every time you mention this person Mm -hmm. it's more of a vote it's more you know, making him more and more relevant. And nowadays, we know that everything that is trending is something that's being capitalized off of. Now, yeah. you at least if you want somebody, if you if somebody's going to capitalize off of something, mm. you're not just exploiting black people; you're exploiting women as well. Yeah. Because you are basically being a hypocrite. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you you're not practicing what you preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like you're no different from somebody who raps about, you know, calling every chick a hoe or a bitch and them being like disposable. 
Like, you're no different from that now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he was using that for his personal gain, to be honest. I think he was using that, that he had a gift to know how to speak to women. Because some people do that, too. It's just like when people come with that, oh, yeah, Hotep sister and all of this, those type of guys, too. They do it, too. You know, they use it. They might know a little something. And they try to use that for their benefit so Everybody they can get women so they can sl- Yeah, so they could sleep with them. They have an agenda, in other words. So he probably was using that like, yo, women fans, women this and that. And they, to me, I look at Drake anyway as, as a manufactured rapper. Like, they put mm-hmm. him together. Like, mm-hmm. they made him like, okay, cool. He's marketable. You know, this way, that way, here, rap about this, do this, do that, you know? Right. And, because, like, through the years, you could see, like, how his swag was getting a little better. Because when yeah. he came in, it was, it was horrible. Definitely corny. The yeah, music so was good, but the swag was off. The swag was, good, was, the swag was mm-hmm. off. So, it was like, so now they, they start, you know, they was molding him. You yeah. know, and he got more media trained, and then he know how to stay out the the interviews and out the limelight and out, you know what I'm saying? But still try to do other things that's impactful. Yeah. So, in other words, corporations, uh, the label, a whole bunch of things, the machine is behind him. Yeah. So at this point, he feels like he can't lose. Right. So when, when you feel like that, ego gets in the way, now you start getting cocky. Right. And when you get cocky, you get sloppy. Yeah, exactly. And they always say it's the pride before the fall. Yep. And I think that, you know, when it comes to Drake, my advice to him is to take care of your son. And, you know, mm-hmm. if this is your kid and, you know, just take this as a learning lesson to you, because it's like the problem with society nowadays is like, you know, we have most things at our fingertips. And it's hard, especially being somebody in his position that is rich and he's, like, famous like the he is. He is hard for him to take control and be, you know, more disciplined. So now it's like you're not disciplined, you know. Maybe as, like, when you was trying to get to reach where you was trying to reach because, you know, you have all of this. I just feel and, like he, you know, he's just, he thought that it would never get exposed you know, like a lot of people saying, you know, they think he has more than one child floating around here. And the thing the about thing- it is you you're doing everything that you're doing. You're you're showing so like you showing us that you your morals is so freaking low. That- your morals is so freaking low. Right. Because you would cover up the fact that you have a ch- actual child just right. because it doesn't coincide with your image. Yeah. Like, right. what are you, a politician? Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, what is this? Yeah, and yeah. that's the thing. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. people have so much stuff at their fingertips, they forget how to be more, you know... Human. Human. Like, you have to, you know, kind of like... Crazy. Your child is going to make you more human. It's going to make you be a better person Mm -hmm. so that's why I feel like that's why I think you need to really like you didn't have a father your father probably just wants to be like you be be famous father comes around when he's successful and you know you can have that chip on your shoulder because of that but show your kid that you're that much better so they can have a better life because and you can be a better person you can say all right well at least I fucks with my kid 
and I do what I need to do for my kid. Because the girl came out and said he was a Debbie dad. Because you're not his girl. You're you're a smut on the side. You know? And that's the thing. It's like nobody wants to be um, no father to somebody's kid that they've been just smashing. But Drake, it's your fault because you're just smashing random porn stars. Like, you know, honestly, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at that girl. No. Because she she took advantage of him, mm-hmm. you know, just well, like just like hell. It was a mutual yeah, exchange. Yeah, it was a mutual thing. exchange. But what I mean thing. is, what I mean is, these these industry women who just like basically that's what they're looking for. They're yeah. looking for a come up. They're looking to get pregnant by somebody right. famous, you know. And her mission once she got pregnant by drake it was like okay mission complete this right. is end game i'm out of here now i'm rich i'm set for life right, right. you know what i'm saying right. and it's like for dudes who to be in the industry y'all still not getting that or not even caring you know, you know what i'm saying you know like what? most of the time most of the time these guys are corny and they didn't yeah. have no women before rap. They exactly. Didn't have, they didn't. Exactly. You know, so now it's like, oh wow, they sweating me. This one sweating me. Now I can get the girl that I really right, want. Right, right. Now I'm, you know, now they living in heaven and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I look at Drake as like a person who totally lost grip of reality. And wrap you know, it up, Drake. Got sure. got down with yeah. Please do. Wrap you know, it up. but he's he's like, he's so like so much of an entity right now that he's a corporation basically. To me, I feel For like him to want to announce his son during the Adidas press right press run is like come on man. Like you straight using already, the kid. Oh, yeah, now you're using yeah. the kid. Now you the kid to is a gimmick. Now the kid now is the a kid, gimmick. Now you're gonna use your kid as a prop to try to sell your joint. Your kid mm-hmm. is like already born already. It's not like yo I just had my kid last night, and now I'm going to bring him to the thing today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, your but kids that's are already going, like probably when, walking and doing like, all types of shit. Pusha T was like, when you see people like, you know, Diddy, like um, Jay-Z, like, mm-hmm. um, um, what's his name? Um, I forget the other dude's name, but... When you see these guys with their sons that are successful and they, you know, care about their kids, it's not because they care just care about their kids. It's because their women are their queens, that's their, you know, family. And they're looking at them like they're real family. He doesn't Drake doesn't look at that lady like that's her his family. He just looks at her like she's I Drake look at everything as a come up. Because I could tell through his music, anything that's hot right now, he just jumps on with it. Now I'm looking at him now is like basically how how I looked at him at the start. Was like you're corny. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like your music is cool. Mm -hmm. I'll listen to it, I'll bop to it. You Mm -hmm. know, I'll feel I will, you know, whatever. But how I feel about you, like, as just you, like, you're corny, you're corny to me, like, that's it, like, it's it's no changing that, like, when you came in, you was very corny, you look, you look corny, everything, the way you dress, your mannerisms, it just seemed like one of those kids in school that just wasn't popular, wasn't cool, you know, and then, Eventually, it kind of you you know he kind of grew on you. Yeah. But now, nah, you back to corny status. No, no but on the on, and here you're corny you're corny for what you've been doing and you then you really messed up. You know with this <laughs> one like Pusha T really put you out there. So don't mess with Pusha T because he yeah he's gonna he mess you up. And they showed a clip of you getting your butt or you grabbing somebody's butt. 
A man. Wow. And that's a whole nother can of worms. And, and Pusha T said he's he has more. Yeah. Like if he's ready for whatever Drake comes but, with, cause he but, like got a lot more in his bag. Drake, yeah. and I feel like this is how you clean this up. This is what I'm gonna tell you how you clean it up. You clean it up by just speaking your truth, even though it's hidden, and just because you're so smooth and kind of like laid back type person, people are gonna say, "All right, I forgive you, Drake," because Drake is going to tell people like he was wrong, he did this, he did that, and he's gonna to speak to people of uh, why, how he should, how he's changing his ways through what he dealt with. And that's how you're going to clean up. Not saying that, you know, you're a great person right now. Because right now, it's like... you man. <laughs> but it's just like, you got to think about... He's thinking... All he cares about is money and how he's going to... Like, you know... Now that he got to clean it up. So, I'm going to tell you how you got to clean it up. What my view is how you can clean it up. Repent. Tell everybody... About you was wrong. You was wrong. You mess with a stripper because this is the lifestyle of most typical rappers. I think that's you know? what he's going to do, and, too. And you got to just... no other play. Yeah, and you you already try to save face with the black face. So you just got to pretty much save face with the black face, save face with your kid, and... Um, you know, and it's no cleaning up that woman. I'm sorry. Well, that the women. The thing is, it is cleaning up. With it's not like the cleaning up part is with the woman is to be. This is typical, um, rich man stuff. Just look at look at Donald Trump with Stormy Daniels. Yeah, mm-hmm. word. It's typical. You could be the president and still sleep with a porn star, and you could still be president. And even Kanye you know? said that on his new album. He said. Something like to the effect of, I could still want to, even though I'm something, I could still want to stormy Daniels. Yeah. Yeah, even and, though, yeah. And I feel like, you know, Kanye, you need to stop saying stuff that's disrespectful to Kim Kardashian because she's really been riding for you for... She's I, doing the most. She's doing the she's most She's doing the you. most to protect her, and, her brand and, and your brand. And you just like, you know, I'm just like... Lost and I know it's basically because of the kids. Yeah. Because I'm like, if she didn't have no kids with him... That ass would be dropped like a hot potato. And not only that, um, <laughs> I feel bad a little bit bad for, you know, Pusha T too because I feel like this is good for him right now because he's really touching on stuff that, you know, um, like at one point in time when Drake was first coming out and Drake was really at his all-time high, it was like mm-hmm. you couldn't mess with Drake right then and yeah. push your teeth. Why? Because nobody want, would want to hear you. Yeah. Right. But now it is a good time for you to say this about push your teeth. Uh, push push your teeth. Yeah. yeah. Say about Drake because. But I, yeah, because I feel like wanna, push your teeth don't have really nothing else to um, bring to the table besides the fact that he's beefing with Drake because like it's a gimmick. nobody want to hear like nobody want to hear about like. 90s drug no, I speak things. for yourself. I, I, I'm gonna speak for myself. I don't want to hear about that. Like, well, see, I don't want to hear about see, oh, he has coke all through the nose and I'm flipping O's. And, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear about he that. He has no more. this type of thing, but see, that's how I could say, well, it's the same thing people were saying about Jay Z. Yeah, that's why Jay Z had to come like how he came through with the 444 because. You couldn't get another album of Jay-Z being a retired drug dealer. Exactly. Who would want to hear yeah. that, right? Nobody wants but to hear that anymore. But at the anymore. end of the day, if it's a way how you could craft it, then it, it really depends. It's like, 
See, a person like Jay-Z is like, you hear him so much right. that it's like, yo, I don't want to hear that no more. Yeah. Because you hear him so much. But yeah. a person like Pusha T is like, very few far in between. I don't hear him. Give I don't us see a, him. Give us a different perspective. Because yeah. nowadays, people rapping about actually using drugs. You know, and which is like, that's kind of bad, too, you know, but at least that's a different perspective because it's like, you know, you if you hear something so many times, it's just comes to a point where it's like you're just tired of hearing it. Yeah. And, you know, with this this drug life, it's really goes so deep, you know, and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's not like it's street level to it. And it's like, you know, um, like college students is using drugs to, you know, keep up with their grades it's like people are using drugs you know just to you know drugs is always going to be people always going to be drugs like you know i like i like pusha t because i love the clips back in the day i actually you know years ago met pusha t in a club and i just like i'm just a fan so i just was like i like your music and i actually told him i like his music and stuff but i um i just felt like you know that's why when I didn't really know that he was like coming out with an album to this whole Drake and um, himself had this whole situation. But seeing that way he was talking about about how it ran so deep with like certain things, like certain songs that Drake came out with and he was throwing mass subliminals. I'm like, oh, damn, I ain't know Drake was trolling for this long. You know, Drake do that. Drake do that to everybody. <laughs> You know, it's like I'm I'm Drake do that to I'm a fan of Pusha T and I'm a fan of the clips, you know, and I think they, you know, dope brothers and I wish them the best success. But I you know, with Drake, I'm still a fan of Drake, but I just feel like, you know, I'm just really you know, just this it's a lot of distaste right now for Drake because yeah. I just like I didn't want to see you in that light, but now that I see you in that light, I'm like, oh, it's just damn. Ugly. You just <laughs> I was sh- surprised. Yeah, you just shine an ugly. I, I was just like, I, I just wanted just to like listen to Nice for now. What, like, oh, you know, like I'm listening to Nice for What, just going to doing my daily stuff, like yes, like yeah, guy, like you know, it's like yeah. I'm listening to, you know, Highlight Blink. I'm, I'm buying a sweater for my grandmother Christmas. You know, it's like, Drake, you I mean, really I still in people's like, I still youth, like, really. I still like just, just home with the home and going people. home type, Drake. Yeah. I still like that. But, I mean, I mean, certain people, I can separate the art from the but person. But some people are hard. But that's why I, mean, I, I still, I don't Well, what's they say? Wait, what did you say? Um... Diddy was cool him like every day, like yo, early in the morning, like yo, that's cold. Mm-hmm. I already know Push T's gonna put out something like that because I'm like, when I listen to, you know, his songs back in the day, I'm like, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day, not me, like way back, like 80s, but you know, when he was um, having those albums, like with him, the clips and mm-hmm. Pharrell, it was like. Pharrell used to make them hard beats for him, and he used to just, like, get on it. But I do feel like he has, to me, like, he has the voice type, and he has the swag that he can do more. So I just mm-hmm. want, yeah. I do want um, Pusha T not to just do, like, the drug deal and stuff, but just think of, like, how he is embedded in his wife and his family and stuff, and just having fun. Like, I want music to go back to, like, still having fun, because... Yeah. 
people that are having fun aren't really dope rappers. Well, the reason why I feel like this whole beef is significant is because I feel like it kind of represents two things. Like, you have, like, basically, like, the old versus the new. Right. And even though Pusha T is not necessarily old, old, it's like he's, still, he's still part of that old school. Yeah. The, old, the older school rappers, they have to kind of, like, evolve with their... With with with, with they're saying with what they're saying what they're talking about yeah. and what what they're actually putting out there because it's yeah. like okay nowadays you see so much infighting in the you know rap hip hop community with younger generations going against the older generation you yeah. know and I feel like you see it now more than ever like you see like little Yachi talking about he never knew Tupac and you know and then all of the old all of the old but this is the thing that I'm saying like they could both coexist in the same world what's up Okay. Let's talk about little Yachi. Yes. About. <laughs> so so basically, it's a it's a divide. It's a divide between the younger and the newer and yeah. and the older. And I feel like the older, like for for Pusha T, he's still like on his Daytona album. Yeah. He spoke on like a lot of current events, but he also kind of kept it with the like the drug theme yeah and i feel like that is so played out it's like you don't want to like you i want to see you evolve like i think jay-z did it perfectly and a lot of younger people they go on love the 444 album they they love it they feel it and it gave them like an even if they might not have been around for a hard knock life and all of that they don't know jay-z's actual story they still are like new new found fans of his because it's like he's giving you like an older perspective like you could learn a lot from older people in their perspective but it's like none of them is really rapping about anything that's like really insightful you're just rapping about like the same thing yeah like i want you know to see Pusha t do songs with like kendrick lamar do songs with childish gambina Oh well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't listened to that album yet. Sorry. No, no, but, no. He got a couple of songs with Kendrick. Well, um, yeah, I know he got a song with Kendrick. I I want to see him, you know, have fun. Like even if he got to do a song like Diddy been calling you do a song with Diddy, you know, do do something more than the drug drug the drug dealing and you know um because you know you got young people out here and they. They just be wanting to have fun and stuff. If you want to really take Drake's fans, you got to come with something more than what you're used to doing. But I don't think he came at it like wanting to get at Drake's fans. Mm-hmm. I think he just wanted to get at Drake. Like, okay, like but honestly, I think what, what happens is this. But he, this is, this he is what needs, happens. That's he a needs, perfect opportunity. Now, is, if Daytona would have had something on there, if Daytona would have had a track on there that is like, as big as one of Drake's tracks. Yeah. But I don't think that's what he was his attention was. But anyway. but he needs. But it. he should. I mean, if you out here, you trying I mean, to make money. If you I mean, trying to make money, like why wouldn't you want to take like like I mean, if I'm if this if if I'm a corporation I'm and you're a corporation, I want as many customers as I can get. And if I'm gonna take out another corporation, I'm damn sure trying to take their customers. I'm just not gonna leave their customers up to. Like, Anybody just grab? Yeah. Like no, I'm a grab day customers. Like he's he said that he was working with Barack Obama with the jail 
Yeah, um, jail um, reform. Reform. Yeah. And I feel like you need to speak on stuff like that because a lot of stuff people aren't hearing and people not knowing. And, you know, you could put that in your music. You could make people aware. And it's like it's more than what we can do with our music. Because, like, you know what? I feel like he likes people do like about, like, Kanye is because he speaks his mind and he puts whatever he's thinking into his songs, mm-hmm. even if they're good or not. But you see, what I think is what music, what I think <laughs> with music is crazy because in these days, what everybody look for is a soundbite. Yeah, clickbait, yeah. Right on his album, he said like two lines about Drake on one song. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't like, like, well, what about all the other shit I said? Yeah. People dismissing everything else. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, that's Drake. Drake is the biggest artist. Yeah. You know, so... Like, you beef with Drake? Like, this oh, is, shit, you said something about Drake. This is like... So now everything else gets washed away. Yeah, this is like love The whole project is not 2.0. even relevant to some to certain people because it's like, oh, shit, Drake. So now the headline is, Pusha T, this is Drake. Right. And that's it. And then from there, oh, or Drake this. Mm-hmm. So now as an artist, you see that shit, you like, oh, this nigga's dissing me? Bet. And that's what they wanted to see. The people created this shit. And that's what that's what people don't get. It's like, just like with him and Wayne. See, like, him and Baby was something different. But like, yo, with him and Wayne, it was the same shit. Oh, yo, you talking about Wayne, yo? And then, you know, the writers and the editors, these bloggers, they do this shit. Yeah. The people who got their uh, YouTubes. And they want they um they joints to get clicks, but, so they come with clickbait and be like, oh yeah, this nigga Drake. Cause now they putting out stuff on YouTube. Oh shit, Drake's respond. And then when you go to it, it's not real. Yeah. So but, it's like people creating this but narrative. I, I would say to push your T, keep on talking because that's what's getting you know known. Like even though you, I know mm-hmm. that you, if you want to put push a message, sometimes you have to put out. The, the message. message. <laughs> so, yeah. like, keep on pushing, talking about what's really going on and let people know because people are interested in you. Now you hot right now. Mm-hmm. So keep that fire going. Let's make that fire explode. Like, you know, rupture like a volcano and keep on talking and what's going on because people need to know how I feel because it's a lot of times it's like I'm thinking about younger generations they out here and they thinking of oh they favorite artists but I'm not saying to look down at their favorite artists but just to know that people are people and people do make mistakes like I'm not saying Drake didn't make a mistake and he's not sorry for it but he's never gonna own up to something that is not gonna come out you know right mm-hmm. and I feel like he needs to own up to it and be like yo I fucked up, and this is what I need to change about, you know, and Mm -hmm. I feel like with Pusha T, you know, you just protecting your family, and you said, like, I feel like, you know, um, it's a very slippery slope when it comes to people's parents and certain people that's, like, involved and stuff, but if he's talking about your family, I can't really get at you for, like, talking about his family, Mm -hmm. so it's like an eye for an eye, but, you know, I just feel like in this world, in society, it's like, it's a lot of shit going on right now. It's a lot of things that the wall is being pulled over people's eyes. And it's a lot of times, like, you don't really know yourself and know who you are till you get a little bit older. Like, maybe till you get into your 30s, mm-hmm. you know? 
for me, it was like that. So it's like when I listen to my favorite artists, I'm just like so captivated about, you know, just them, just like in the mm-hmm. persona that they putting off of me, you know, and whether you're you like them and you're, you know, you're attracted to them because they so, you know, and you so in awe about what they who they are, or who they're portraying to be, mm-hmm. or not. You know, you just like how they, they style the music. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with these kids, it's like they, they don't, don't need know. to they don't know and they don't need to be being this uh being blindsided right. and being with this all this you know this fakeness going on. Right. Too much fake. It's right. like, come it's on. So it's so hard to separate the real from the fake. Yeah, and they don't know. Like, and then the parents is looking like, damn, like, you know, I don't know why my kids is acting like, like dang, that. My daughter loves Drake, but he's a deadbeat dad. Yeah, he a deadbeat dad. Mm-hmm. Like, like they dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's a, it, you know, damn. it's a transparent age. And I just say, like, basically, like, like how you saying, you know, as artists, you got to speak your truth and what's true to you. Yeah. But at the same time, try to send something there to where it's like timeless, to where like people could go back and revisit the joint and be like, yo, man, remember this? You get a feeling, you know, like think about 10 years later, you know, like think, think about your impression of what you're doing now. And how is that gonna affect people in the in the further years? You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna stop it's not gonna stop people from listening to Drake. No, he, he has not. good music. He comes out yeah. with good music, but it's just a stain in his career. Like how you know right. the whole Rihanna thing was a stain in Chris Brown's career. You yeah, know, like right. you know, it is what it is. You live, you learn. You know, and at the end of the day, I do feel like both of those guys they do make really good music yeah and you know everybody like y'all said um nobody's perfect yeah but you know just stop trying to fool people you know yeah, just think just think it's, about what's it's going on typical it's typical like that's what i said humble yourself learn how to be a little bit more you know um like learn how to be a little more uh how can you say just like sincere not sincere, but, sincere, but you know, you gotta learn a little restraint. You gotta learn a little discipline. This is a discipline. This is what I'm saying. Discipline yourself because yeah. you're at such a high level, you have no room for fuck ups and you're right. fucking up. Right. So. And, and that's just what it is. <laughs> and a lot of times, it, it, you know, that's when it's really, that's when your discipline will get tested because everything is at your. You know, at your fingertips. So, whatever you deal with, and they play off of that. So, if you're a drinker, they're going to bring drinks. If you do drugs, they're going to bring drugs. And it's been killing too If women is your vice, then they're going to bring the women. And this, it's been killing too much of our really good artists. Because I'm not saying, Drake, you're not a good artist. I heard you do that, right? But I'm not saying that you're not a good artist. Mm. But it's like, you think of, like, Whitney Houston... Uh, Prince, you think of uh, Michael Jackson, you know, you think of these artists and they like was taken before Amy Winehouse took it so much before their time because of drugs and even pressure and stuff like, you know, it's just like you have to, if you have a little more restraint with yourself, a little more discipline, you can live a full life, perform a full life like, when I look at people from back in the day, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire, people like, you know, uh, you know, 
Bell, Div, DeVoe, or whatever. They still performing, and they, like, older, and people still rock with them and love with them. And I feel mm. like that's what people want. Like, as an artist, like, that's what you want. Like, people are still, you could still be making music, still doing your thing, still be popping. And you could be, like, freaking 70, 80 years old. Like, that's people still saying. love Diana Rose. Still people still love, like, they not in the 80s, but people still love... Like Patty LaBelle, they still, love, yeah, they still love Franklin Gladys Knight, and, all of and that. we like lost Biggie and Pop, and so young. And I'm like, if they were here, I could see Tupac just like going crazy right now with how society would trumping off his Tupac would have been like. He's probably flipping over in his grave right now. Yeah. And Biggie, he would be looking like, yo, this is crazy too, because yeah. they didn't know. But they, I feel like those are two both artists that did not really realize the influence that mm. they had on people and society. Yeah. And they had such a big influence because they were such, like, the top artists. And they need and to purist. know that. Yeah, purists. And they, like, having that battle. When they had that battle, it was like, yo, who on that side? Who on that side? And they, like, really, like, I had arguments with people about who was better. Biggie or Tupac, or what side you want, Biggie or Tupac, you know, it's like, with these rap battles, a lot of times, like, people have to know that rappers and athletes are similar to me in my mind, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so when you, like, when you are an athlete and you playing basketball, you're playing each team, it's like, yo, you're trying to see who's going to win, who's not going to win, whatever, or who you rooting for, who you're not rooting for. You may be rooting for LeBron James. You may be rooting for, you know, um, Steph Curry. Or Steph Curry or somebody. But, you know, it's like they're just playing a game because they're athletes. And music music is the same thing. It's like they're athletes, you know, because they are lyricists, musical athletes to me in my mind. So it's like when I get what you're saying. people see it, you don't need to be killing each other, fighting each other over yeah, their I mean, beef or their what they're talking about because it's not really always real. Because they may be in their office and they back office just laughing about it, making money off of it. Yeah. We don't fucking know, you know? Yeah. But it's just like people have to understand it's like, you know, it's, they, they, don't it's care business. About you, they making money. They <laughs> don't. But... Just realize, like, please stop exploiting black people the way you guys are because it's really not funny because people, y'all have security, y'all have all this stuff. People don't have as much as you guys, and we're dealing with it, like, one-on-one. People are really dealing with it. And they're looking to people like you to help them through it, you know? But you're not helping us through it. You're actually making us fall more victim to it. Because mm-hmm. you're making us look bad, wearing blackface towards people that are racist, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we're not, we don't want to be racist against our own kind, you know? Mm-hmm. So, not saying that you can't love a white person, love a Spanish person, love a, you know, an Asian person, love an Indian person, whoever they race, whoever they are, but stop making us black on black, you know, seem like. Yeah, you don't like each other. Bullshit. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got you gotta think you gotta think years ahead. Mm-hmm. How how are you gonna how are you gonna transcend time? How are you gonna keep something that's there and make it 
go into a whole nother generation right. and another generation. You know what I'm saying? That's why people love Michael Jackson to this day. Yeah. His babies is born to see Michael Jackson and, and look at my and like Michael Jackson. So it's something that's in the music and what he's done, you know, and, and the, his team around it that made it so magical, so powerful that it's like, yo, I'm not thinking about right now. And I think that's the problem. Everybody's thinking about right now. Mm -hmm. So they want attention. They want attention for right now. They want clicks right now. Right. Because they think that time is running out, but time is really on your side. Right. You know what I'm saying? Time is really on your side because everybody's here to listen. It's funny because people say, yo, everybody got a short attention span. They don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear that, right? But we'll sit down for two hours and listen to a podcast or listen to it or look at an interview right. or do anything like that. So that shows that people's attention span is not that. Don't let these people fool you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them fool you into making rash decisions, you know, and being hasty and just jumping out there and just doing whatever for the moment. Right. And when I look at Drake and I look at certain things, Everything right now is just for the moment. Right. You got to think of what's going on. See, he thought that for the moment, he didn't think that was going to come back and bite him in the ass. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you did 10, 11 years ago, came right back to you and bit you right in the ass. Right. <laughs> and now you have to face that truth. Right. Yeah. So, I mean... And you got to really look at life, man. It's, it's life. Yeah. It's not like, you know... And, and music... Not more, a sprint. More, more creativity. Like, you know, I took my time out um, the other day. You know, I was, like, wanting to get home, you know, wanting to just be in my own peaceful zone as soon as possible. But, you know, I saw one of these guys, he was just on the street, black dude, and he was playing a violin. And I actually sat there. I mean, I stood there, and I watched him for, like, a good five, like, ten minutes. And I watched him play the violin, and I'm like, he's really going in. Like, he's, like, playing, like, um, you know, urban music to, like, you know, like, um, classical music. And I was like, you know, this is really special. Like, that's a really special thing. And I feel like that's what I think of when I think of music and think of musicians and just think of, like, the arts and stuff. It's like, we missing that. We missing yeah, that because arts, we, you know, we focusing on too much like face value stuff. We gotta focus on stuff that's really right. gonna help us right. elevate ourselves. And I feel like that really, like I was really happy to actually watch that because that made me more motivated to like, you know, think about think about my life and think about where I want to do create creatively and how I wanna, you know, just gave me so much perspective. And I feel like. When it comes to people like uh, Kanye, like, you know, he's so much, like, um, he's a producer. He makes, like, great tracks, and people talk about so much how creative he is, and they, like, respect his opinions and stuff so much. So I know, like, Kanye, he, you know, is, uh, he's a normal person, but it's still, like, Kanye just got diagnosed with um, bipolar. Well, yeah, well, yeah speaking of Kanye, yeah. you know, he dropped his album, yeah. right. the Ye album. It was seven tracks, mm -hmm. um, 23 minutes. Right. And he <laughs> shot, like, Kim, like, um, she tweeted, you know, he shot his 
the cover art for the album, yeah. like off of his phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he like wrote on the cover, like wrote on the um the image, like I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Which is like kind of like an oxymoron statement. Right. Statement that's to a say. bipolar statement. Yeah, like, like yeah. that's a bipolar like, statement. Like everybody cool. say, oh, like if something bad happens, like yeah, and it's great, like you know. Good times, you know, like good mm-hmm. times, like good times they had, like you know, that show. Yeah, like, good times was the fucking worst times. Yeah, yeah it was like the worst times, but it's like you say good, good times, times just yeah. to keep that positive. But it's like yeah. you know, like I hate this fucking. Everything shit is all right relative, now. you know. It's like hand in hand. Everything <laughs> is like it's all on how you look at it. Just yeah. by him saying, "Yo, my disability, which I would call a disability, which I diagnosed me as a disability." Is actually my superpower. Mm-hmm. I know how to use it. So maybe this is the best time that he finding him finding out. You know, I guess he's him being bipolar, so called. Then when he was a teen or younger, mm-hmm. trying to figure himself out, and he don't know much about himself, that could really crush somebody's spirit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that time where now <clears throat> now. Well, he's 30, well, he's 40 now, but he was 39, that him being bipolar, he's like, yo, man, I know he, I know that took him for a blow, but then he's like, yo, hold on. Then that means that, you know, I see things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, being that I see things different, differently, I know how to, like, you know, reconstruct that, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and put it into an art form. Which is good because it's like a lot of people need that. Like you knew you need, you know, something that's therapeutic to you, whether it's cooking, whether it's fixing something, whether you know what I'm saying? So I mean, to me, I think him being in that space and him understanding, starting to understand himself a little bit more is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the album like I feel like the album was okay. It's yeah. not the best that I've heard of Kanye. Mm. Nah, and it's nah. definitely not the worst. Mm. No, nah, it's not the worst. Um, like, it was seven songs, so, you know, it's hard to judge um, so harshly, but I just feel like he... Um, they were saying... I feel like he could have... I feel like he could have came a little bit harder, what is- honestly, with... With the music, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's like a lot of controversial stuff that's coming out well, from saying. him. But you know, like everybody, you know, everybody gives certain people a pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Kanye, he get a lot of passes because now it's kind of like he's kind of like admitting to his, you know, um, mental, you know, state, and it's yeah. like people gonna kind of give him like a little bit of sympathy card or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and like the same with Drake, you know, I feel like he's going to get the sympathy card from people. But it's like if we want to talk about like the actual the art, you know, and the art itself it's like it's people who literally like they put so much, you know, into their art, you know, and I feel like, you know, Kanye, he is somebody who we have a very high expectation from artistically because, that's how he puts it's himself out there, it's and it's proven. been proven. Yeah. Like with so many things, from like the, the the music to the fashion to the visuals that he gives you, and I just feel like you know, just to give seven songs is kind of like you kind of, you just cutting it too short. Like you kind of yeah. just like you 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 you're not really, 
for him to I think what was the last album he dropped was like the Life of Pablo. Yeah, like what year Pablo. was that? That was a couple years ago. That was a couple years ago. So for like years to pass, and you only have seven songs. Well, the thing it's is, like, the thing on, is, like the thing Chris is, Brown dropped forty songs on one album. But that that mm-hmm. fell on deaf ears, you see, because it's like sometimes it could be an overload, and sometimes it could be. Cause look, think about it like this: Kanye is five is five albums that's coming out under that tree. Yeah. And he's producing all five of the albums. All of them have seven songs, so that's thirty five songs. So if you look at it in that regard, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but because it's different from week, be, it's different from producing than to actually be yeah, like writing it. Yeah. yeah, that's still your art, but it's like still, you know, the reason why people like like Kanye is because they like what he has to say. You know, they they want to see what he has to say. They want right. to hear from him. You know what I'm saying? It's one any like I'm not gonna say anybody, but it's a difference between producing something. It's like more of like just feeling. You're not mm-hmm. actually articulating and expressing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. you could you could produce as many songs as you want. Yeah. You know, but it's still a difference from actually bringing those words out of you and putting it and laying it down on a track. Yeah. And I feel like that's what you kind of you kind of cut it short with well, because it's like you yeah. didn't really you didn't really well, bring he, it that much. Well, he well he expressed he expressed what he had to express. From current, from a current event standpoint, because because he already had his his thing already made. He said he scrapped those and made a whole new album after the TMZ thing. So he should have kept those. Yeah, maybe he should have. Well, you know what? But I, I don't know what he, he was going still for. Got some. I don't know what he, he was going got for got because it stuff. because it sounds like to me more of a like understand where I'm coming from type of album yeah. instead of just making music. Well, you know what the thing is, too. You know what I'm too? saying? Because it sounds kind of dreary. It, I yeah. mean, you know, kind of sad sound. You know, like gospel almost. But, you know, I think that, you know, Kanye, he's working on all of these albums, and he needs to really focus on, you know, I know everybody wants you right now because you're a high producer, but they can find some more producers. But just kind of, like, take some time out for yourself. To really make something full, you right. know, and because I felt like um, I was listening to a couple of songs, and I was like, you know, I see where he's going with it, mm-hmm. but I felt like it could have been. I know that he probably hate that, but I, me, I, my perspective is like it could have been a little bit better, depending on like if he had like maybe you don't have to do like. Like, you can have, like, different features on your album to kind of try to help you get across what you need to say, mm-hmm. you know? Because I, well, me, when I listen to Kanye, yeah. it's like, you know, first off, I got to get the Trump stuff out of my mind. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, me, when I think of, like, creativity and I think of, like, what he's trying to say... Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can hear this like that, or how is how is to hear this like that? And you know, he can't read minds. But then he say he don't like to listen to people that's not so as successful successful as him. Again, and I feel like yeah. that's a wrong way to think because, you know, people out there, like, I'm a spiritual person, so sometimes like I may say stuff that I may hear in church or in the Bible. And they say, like, it was a story one time about this guy 
is this older guy he was trying to fish and he couldn't catch any fish but the younger guy kept on catching all the fish mm-hmm. and he didn't really want to listen to like or ask the younger guy how he was catching the fish because he felt like he knew it because he'd been doing this stuff for years you know so then he kept on getting the same result and the other guy kept on getting the same result the old guy wasn't getting any fish and the young guy kept on getting fish so one day he just asked him how are you getting these fish and the young guy told him so he realized that he can learn something from people you know somebody that may not be on the same level as him as what he thinks you know and it's a lot of people that are in music you know that did music or doing music that may not have reached the masses because of life circumstances you know and not saying that they're not talented either they may be very talented but they may not have had that mind they not may not had that uh you know they may not have reached here they may not had uh just like the outlet whatever and i feel like kanye is not it's not like don't be so one-sided like oh i'm not gonna listen to you because you're not as great as me you know you what know? i think too though i kanye, feel like that's an arrogant way to think but i think i think also too i think he probably just saying that in the moment and if he's really bipolar if he's I really bipolar, like, you like really things, can't take anything he says at face value. At face value, right? Because it's like okay, he could just one be moment, right? And that's what and that's what I noticed because I have I have bipolar friends and I understand I, I understand them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like that's why I'm kind of you know what I mean. I get it, but then I don't at the same time. Well. If we talking about the Trump thing, I will never forgive that. But I don't, I don't respect that. But as far as everything else, as far as him doing his art, do your art how you do your but, art. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I know next week he's dropping something with Cuddy, and that you're gonna hear him again. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's not. You know, he he has an explanation. You know, seven's a god number, and well, seven's we a number heard him of completion. Say that. I heard yeah. him say that. And um about the album? Yeah. That's why it's all of them are sevens. Everybody has seven. Pusha T seven, him seven, him and Cuddy seven, him and uh the Nas joining seven, Tiana Taylor seven. So Well all yeah, of them are I'm in, I'm interested to hear what they coming with and I yeah. hope that it's something that's really monumentally gonna change where hip hop is at because I feel like where it's at right I feel now like is it just changed it already. Kinda it's um, shifting, it's shifting already. I feel like it's it's like between the Drake thing and his album, it's really just been a blurb. Like yeah, in I a month know. from now, in I, a month from now, it's gonna be like okay. I don't think it's gonna change. Know. Honestly, I just feel like whatever different that happens and it blows up, like then I feel like we're just gonna focus on that. But Let's I don't see. think that really. Um, I see people sampling again. Like it's certain things that's that's being done that I'm starting to see a little bit. Like you know, it takes time. It takes time, but it's it's really all on. Cause the way how the industry is is like this. If this is winning, then you do that too. Right. You see what I'm saying? So what happened was a lot of these artists used to have more integrity mm-hmm. and more thing about their art. You know, when they used to come in. 
and say Puff Daddy, Puff Daddy is winning with mm -hmm. this type of sound. Let's take these old disco beats and re-loop them and put them out. And they telling another artist, well, why don't you do that? Right. And the other artist is like, well, shit, I don't do that. That's what he do. Mm -hmm. And back then, that was biting. You know, it was like, yo, nigga, I can't sound like him. I got my own shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So after this, it was like, nah, man, you know. And it was more money given out. It was more resistance. People understood. Like, yo, listen, it's more so of us and the people. The label is just a facilitator. Mm -hmm. This is the reason why they even hearing our shit. But the real connection is between the artists and the people and the mm -hmm. crowd, mm -hmm. right? Then they came in, money started getting cut because you had shit like Napster and LimeWire and FrostWire and all this shit where you, the internet basically yeah. fucked the game up as mm -hmm. far as, you know, it helped in some degrees because you wouldn't be able to hear your local artists, you know, globally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, in such a short span, in such a quick span. So it helped, it helped us see certain people, but then at the same time, it cut, you know, so after it cut the people, uh, cut the, the money, you know, people was like, well, fuck it, man. You know, I could do whatever. Then the 360 deal came around. Mm -hmm. Leo Cohen helped uh, uh, bring that together, which mm -hmm. fucked shit up, too, again. Where it's like, yo, we're going to get money from your merchandise, from your tours, from your mm -hmm. this, from your that, from this and that. And it's really... You ain't really have shit to do with it, mm -hmm. but okay, cool, I'm signed to you, whatever. A lot of these artists, they just went and got people from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then they telling them young people the same story he was trying to tell those other people, like, yo, yo, if you do this waka flocka, sorry to say, kind of fucked it up when he was just like, yo, nigga, I don't rap. I'm not a rapper. I just came up, yo, nigga, I'm not a lyricist. Fuck lyrics, this and that. And from that point on, started all of the bullshit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To that mm -hmm. degree. And it, it was like, then you got the Chief Keefs and all these dudes after them. Because he started a certain sound. And then and then the Chicago niggas made the drill sound and mm. music. And then it's all the and ignorance just, and the bullshit. And then, then all of that shit just started overflowing. Mm. And that leads and us to what now we have. Uh, we have all this shit. And Lil Wayne came through, yo. What's in my cup is in my cup. And mm -hmm. I drink lean. And I do this. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a rock star. Because when, since when rappers was like, we rock stars. We rap stars. You get what I'm saying? Ain't never mm -hmm. the rock stars. We don't do those type of drugs. We don't live that type. You know what I'm saying? Right. We got our own thing. So when rappers started kicking that rock star narrative, that shit changed the whole shit, too. So it was so many different, it was different paradigms to where it was like, yo, all right, this is what it has to be now. And now everybody feels like, okay, cool. It's okay for me to sound like this guy and this guy, because I just want to get on. I just want some money. I don't even care about the art. Right, right. It's just so a it bunch of ridiculous-ish. Yeah, yeah it, it cheapened the art. It cheapened the art, man. So now you got you got a whole bunch of people sounding like each other, looking like each other, mm. dissing each other because you look like me, but but okay, but at the same time it's like 
I'm going to do a song with another person that looks like me mm-hmm. and sounds like me, but we cool, but I'm just not cool with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's a bunch of weirdo shit. Feminist, feminine niggas. All type, it's just weird. It's just weird. You know what I'm saying? So... So that leads us to the point of uh, this podcast where we're going to discuss ridiculous-ish. Yep. And ridiculous-ish is basically um, an adjective we're going to use to describe something that's out of pocket, uncool for, over the top, or just plain absurd. <laughs> you know, and the ridiculous-ish of this week was, um, you know, Little Uzi versus um, Rich the Kid. So, we've seen on Instagram and TMZ that uh, Lil Uzi and, you know, jumped out on Rich the Kid in front of a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Right, leave <laughs> Starbucks yeah. And I, you know what's so funny? Is and like, chased them down, like, a street in Philly, and it was, like, all over the world star whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Rich the Kid got on his Instagram, and it's just, like, a bunch of ridiculous-ish. Like, nobody's popping guns off. Y'all looking mad tight. Y'all looking real homo. Y'all even y'all the way that y'all stand and the mannerisms and how y'all yeah. move is like looks yeah. like girls. It looks yeah, like two yeah. girls about to take their earrings off, put their hair up, you know, and just start yeah, going yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah. Well, and that's what I mean. First off, for me, I'm not really that. Um, I know they're popping for the you know for certain people they have fans, but mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan, and I'm say that because. You know, I don't know. I don't really know them like that, you know. <laughs> but when I seen them, I just felt like, you know, it's like they they don't look. I don't know. It's not nothing I really care to hear, you know. Both of y'all, here. both of it's y'all the style, the like kids. the way that y'all look, the style is like that's just it's out of pocket. It's yeah. out of pocket what they what what they're doing I because it's like, like y'all being... not hard y'all not gangster you know y'all look y'all look like some teenagers stop like fighting in front of a star, starbucks what y'all fighting over y'all frappuccinos like what's going on yeah. like fighting over they lovers i don't know <laughs> like you yeah. know what I mean? y'all look like y'all just need to go ahead and go hug each other yeah. and hold hands and run off yeah and you know i feel like you know um kudos to Starbucks for having their meeting this week. Oh yeah. On, uh, 29th, they kept the end of the bargain. Starbucks um, can't keep themselves out of so ridiculous age. Yeah, it's like Starbucks I felt, is the city. It's that damn coffee. It's the third it's the third place for people to go. You know, but I We gonna just, call it WW Starbucks. Like, <laughs> it's like real. people just try to get their macchiatos and just mm-hmm. leave. Like, you know, try to get their tall pipes. Oh, this hostility. It's like Starbucks. why he's coming in Starbucks with the racial stuff with yeah, people love coffee. fighting and I I'm like, come on now. But I mean, he, it, I mean at the end of the day, I don't even know down this one, I don't have backstory on because it's just <laughs> Because it's always something so abrupt every day. And and they live, these kids, I'm telling you, when I'm talking about living for moments, yeah. they living for moments. Yeah. So it's like one moment, you could blink and miss that shit. Yeah. You go on the internet be like, whoa, 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 wait, what happened? Because it happened I'm so fast. I'm surprised they actually walking around the Philly. Chaser. I'm, I'm surprised they actually get to walk around Philly with all those jewels and everything on yeah, and nobody ain't run yeah. up on them. Because they paying niggas. Even if they not getting bush name, then they paying people. Like if Safari they got robbed, 
But Safari is yeah, Safari right in the city. Because <laughs> people in New York, but they Philly is too. hard too. Yeah, Philly, Philly is, is off the hook. I used to be there in Philly back in 2004. You know what I mean? Shout out to Sundi. You know what I'm saying? My man Dawood Rafi. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Biz Bronze. They had the vegan cafe. You know what I'm saying? Everything was popping. You know, you know what I mean? My man L. We was out. We was out in Philly. Yo. Philly, Philly's real than the motherfucker, man. North Philly, too. Gerard, man. Shout out to them. It was crazy, man. Shout out to other other artists that came from Philly. You know, Jill Scott. Jill Scott. You got uh, Eve. You know, shout out to Kevin Hart, you know, and other people that we didn't really touch on. But it's just like, you know, I don't want, like, Y'all looking really... They uh, looking crazy. You looking like ghetto blacks. Like nah, trashy you know, blacks. Nah, looking is. like ghetto trashy blacks. And they need to stop it because it's like... Stop it before I call both of y'all moms. Yeah. Get y'all some spankings. Yeah, because, you know, because, you know the energy they... The they, ridiculous they, they fish. They, they directing their energy in the wrong place because... The reason why I'm looking at these dudes like, why are y'all niggas so mad? Because yeah, it's like, I want to know why these dudes, dudes so mad now. These dudes have the quickest come ups in the world. Like before, when dudes Literally. had the rap, yo, you had the rap. First, it start from your block. Then you go from your block to go battling people off the block. Then right. you go from off the block to be like, yo, man, let me go to this open mic. Then you go to the open mic, somebody say, hey, man, I got a studio. Then you go to the studio, then you try to record some music. Then you try to record some music, then you're making a demo. Mm-hmm. Then you take your demo, then you got to shop your demo. Then after you shop your demo, between all of that, you're going through battles, you're going through this, you're going through that. Then you still might not get signed. These dudes is going you straight from their from house to SoundCloud to the stage. Quick. No media train, but see that's why I say this is bad. When they took away the A and R, is the worst thing that ever happened to music. You know what I mean? The A and R was the person that kept them in line. First of all, artist development made sure that they sound crispy on the song, made mm-hmm. sure they know how to construct the song, write a song. You know, it was steps. Mm-hmm. No, before you get shelved, because a lot of artists got shelved. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But before any of those things... But it was a sure, lot of Weinsteining going it was a boot, on, too. It was a, yeah, that, too. But it was a lot <laughs> of boot camp. It was a lot of boot camp. Like, people was getting they, they grind on understanding the ins and the outs Nobody of the game. Go through that now, game. it's like, yo, man, nah, we're going to cut that out. Because why are they going to cut that out? Because the label head or whatever wants to take advantage it just shows right. you. And that's it why just, Dame Dash called Leo a culture vulture. Yeah. For, for many reasons, but... I mean, it's their fault, but at the same time... That label 300? Nah, nah, fuck that. Because it's like, yo, you you taking a kid off of the street, and then you just like, yeah, man, so you hot. So who, who, who is Little Uzi signed to? You can't, I don't know have, you can't ask me because I didn't Isn't Rich the Kid signed to niggas, Cash Money? I don't know. But I know a lot of people is either signed to, is, is, is 300, you know what I'm saying? And, Uzi, and, and that's, that's what Leo who are and them, you? That's Rich what Leo and them, and, and, and <laughs> cash money, 
be having a lot of these guys, but some of these dudes be independent too, but you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? I but they not they not stepping in. Well they, what about your boy? They letting what, it be a shit show. What about your boy, um, Chief Keith? He got shot the other day. Shot at. Shot at, yeah, not shot. Shot this at this morning. This morning, yeah. And they saying it was um six nines crew or whatever. Well, Who yeah, because allegedly. It's, allegedly, but it's like because this is another. This is these. I mean, Chief people Keith, that I don't know. It's so ridiculous. People that I don't here come, come Takashi, right? Takashi, oh, he's the biggest, biggest, biggest troll on earth. Now a lot of these guys is like clout chasing. They looking for for shit to get they get they stripes on or whatever, right? I think Takashi is nuts. He's now he's looking for a death wish because it's like. You trolled your way to become popular, right? You got what you wanted. Was the attention, right? Okay, good. You got the attention. Now everybody's paying attention. Just put out the music now. Just put out the music. So you did all of that shit to just continue on. Yeah. And be on your bullshit. So exactly. now he's in a video where he's um, with, with some girl that he actually uh, took from some other rapper. I, I can't remember. You know, it's just like, whatever, with these niggas. But, because the other guy, I guess, allegedly beat the girl or whatever. And Takashi comes in on the FaceTime. And, you know, it's all kinds of crazy shit. He winds up taking the girl. That and winds up, he's chilling with the girl now, right? Got the girl. They, I think they in Hawaii or whatever. And he's sitting there. All of a sudden, he's talking about, yeah, niggas this, niggas that. You know, he's feeling himself. Yeah, man, fuck Chief Keith. So Out of has, nowhere. So, so yeah, because he he has the girl. I don't even know where that came from, but he has the the, the girl's dog. Uncalled the, for. Petting the girl's dog, yo. The girl took her dog and walked right out the sea. Like you're not involved with me in this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which is smart on her behalf, right? Calls out Chief Keith. Fuck y'all. I don't care what y'all did three years ago. I guess three years is old in these days. Right. I don't know about this guy. So now he's like, yo, man, fuck what y'all did three years ago. Right? Charlemagne tried to warn him. Now, Chief Keith comes to New York, W Hotel. Um, Get shot at this morning, six this morning. They come into Chief Keith and they, you know, he's not saying a word. Of course not. And I really feel something bad is going to happen from this. Yeah. Yeah, these guys. You're fucking with the wrong people. And, and Takashi is putting fuel to the fire. Like, it's yeah, like he's, he's trying to take out. Life. Yeah, he's trying to take on, like, the biggest life. and baddest. Like, everybody know when it comes to Chicago, comes to Chief Keith. Like, that's like murder, 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 murder. Like, but it's you like, know, yo, that nigga shot at the cops, niggas, man. Chief Keith. Dudes, you think he give a fuck? These dudes is trying to go to jail. And they ain't going to be around for a long time. <laughs> you know? They probably ain't gonna be around a longer than probably like six months from now. I wanna see them six months from now. Because these guys, I feel like hip hop world really don't pay no mind enough. Everybody <laughs> out because that's they're not I, gonna that's be what around. I was trying to say. They're, they're yeah. wasting your time yeah. because they're not gonna Attention be. Attention is here. the currency. Attention yeah. is the new currency. Hey, so no the kids, I'm no sorry. Mom. Like I keep on saying I feel bad for the youth because you got artists like this. I'm like, yo, who the hell are Ridiculous. you? Ridiculous. And then when I look at you, I look at them Rainbow and I'm like hair. and I'm looking like, yo, y'all are like really out of your mind. You can't high out your mind. You need to chill out. You need to go take several seats. I'm sorry. You need to go take several seats 
learn how to rap a regular song so I can understand what you're talking about. Learn the fundamentals. And learn. Yeah. And, you know, when you get older, nobody going to care about that shit. Like, you making, you making out, you blow popping now. And once you get locked up, you're going to get locked up. And then once you get out of jail, you ain't going to be able to get no job. Niggas you know, game, you're not going to be successful. What you going to say, oh, I, I did all this, did all that, and then you went to jail for like 20, 30 years, and now you're an old-ass man, and then you're talking about, oh, I want to get back in the no, game. Them niggas is going to be so much far past you. They just it's die. like, listen, like, That's it. youngins, youth, do not listen to people like this. Do not copy what they do. Because he looks like an idiot putting a tattoo on his face. He cannot get no regular, he cannot get no job. Not saying that you want to get a regular job, but you cannot do shit with your life when you have all these fucking tattoos on your face. Yeah, you I felt like you look you like an idiot. Do. You look like an idiot. Like, this is how, uh, if you, you trying to show something to white America, they're going to look at you like you're a fucking idiot. With uh, crosses on your face and six nods on your face. All I'm saying is, can y'all stop beefing with one another? Like, y'all circle is small enough. Um, if you're going to beef with somebody, beef with somebody that's really opposing you. Beef with somebody that's really outside of your circle. You know what I'm saying? Because it's mm-hmm. like, the, I'm pretty sure the people who listen to Little Uzi, listen to Rich the Kid, and the people who listen to Chief Keef, might listen to Takashi says nine. I'm pretty sure. So but... y'all really not doing nothing like to really big y'all selves. It's all ridiculous ish and Yeah, it's ridiculous. The the person who I feel like gets the 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 crown when it comes to ridiculous ish for this week <laughs> is your girl Roseanne. Oh gosh. Fuck Roseanne. Roseanne. <laughs> it's like ass. me skin I'm skin hanging. First, I'm I'm a type of person that I love sitcoms. Like me, I don't know if anybody knows. I love those cheesy shows. Like I love I love sitcoms. Like I watch. I'm like a faithful person to watch Blackish. So, I but watch. before we get into Roseanne yeah. shows, let's just understand why why we're even bringing her up is because this week Roseanne had a rant. Went went on a rant. On Twitter, said a bunch of out of pocket stuff yeah. and or uncalled for stuff about people. And she's, you know, the main reason that she's under fire is because she got at this lady, um, Valerie Jarrett, yeah. who was like one of the senior advisors to Obama. Mm-hmm. And big she up said, to Valerie. They go to Valerie, Good and job. she said that if um if a Muslim and an ape had a baby, it would equal Valerie Jarrett. Mm. So her show got canceled. Good. Big ups to ABC for that. You know because I didn't want to watch the show anyway because I I knew I seen an interview that she did. I think it might have been on a View or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she said that you know the the show was going to portray a Trump supporting family. Yeah. Basically white trash. Right. And, you know, back in the day when we used to watch Roseanne, when Roseanne was out, nobody actually, well, me, because, you know, we were younger, we didn't identify them as white trash. Yeah, yeah. I did. But, you know, that's what they were. They represented white trash. And that's what she represents in a nutshell. Yeah, I I remember Roseanne years ago. And I'm like, you know, I never really identified with it because, you know, they just like like a white family. It seemed like they was a little, like, poor. They was like poor. country, 
country. Almost because yeah. of like what they used to wear. They should have lived in a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been more suited. Yeah. Like now, <laughs> it's like you know, me. I wasn't old enough to really know know who Roseanne was. So when her show came back on, I was like, oh okay, they're throwing back Roseanne because they had like they had Blackish. They had. Um, What's that show called? That shit was boat a fake. That shit was a fake boat. all in the family, yo. Um, like the boat, you know, they have like fresh this off the fresh boat. off the boat, this Asian Grown-ish. show, grownish. Like they have like all of these shows showing different type of nationalities and they how they live, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And Roseanne was pretty much like the Caucasian, the white family that show how they was living. Well, you know, they got modern family. Yeah. But Modern Family no. does not represent no, no. white trash. No, this no. show was for white no, trash. Modern, Modern Family is my show. Modern Family represents Ameri- American Family. Yeah, like. Because it's, 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 it's mixed, it's yeah, gay, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. They got right, do they got it? I don't think they have a black family on Modern Family. They got adopted. They got adopted um, kid and shit like that. Yeah. A black? Uh, Spanish, I think. Uh, Asian, Asian no, it's the Asian girl. Asian the gay gay couple has an Asian girl, mm. and then the Al yeah, Bundy, Al Bundy's wife is Spanish, yeah, and yeah. her son is Spanish. Spanish yeah. But it's no no black people. It's black there's no black family on. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's a, nah, black, it's family. a black family. But I don't watch it like but that. But know, I haven't. But no. to me, like when I listen today, like what they their adversity, like different things, mm. like Al Bundy was like that. Strong, like you know, male figure. Al Bundy so, was white trash too. Yeah, yeah. But, I like worked Bundy, at it, but Bundy was Bundy cool. Had, he had black friends. He had, yeah, but Bundy was cool. On the show, and all the rest of them. On the show, Modern Family, he his kids. Like I don't know his regular name. I'm sorry. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. So on, um, you know, the show, he's his daughter. She's you know white and she has her family and their family is kind of different and then they have he has a son and his son is gay so they have their gay family with um, and we talking about modern family yeah okay. with his uh you know they adopted an asian girl because like really <laughs> they was thinking to adopt us a child but uh, their mom one of the gay guys mom mm-hmm. put that in their head that they should um, adopt an Asian little girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know me, I'm a big fan of, you know, sitcoms. Like, I love sitcoms. Like, they make me feel very homey. And, but you know. I, rem- I remember seeing Roseanne. All right, so, okay. Is a comedian, Lisa Lampanelli, right? Mm-hmm. Her comedy, she's a stand-up comic. Her comedy is always about racial shit, right? Mm-hmm. She do this shit out of out of uh, out of fun, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, you could tell when it's like somebody who's like being malicious, right? And somebody who's like just poking fun because America, like you know, we we sensitive. We had a sensitive stage too, and sometimes it's like want to bring things to a head just to show how ridiculous we're being and how sensitive we are, and and try to bring everything together because everything is racial no matter how we might try to uh slice it you know what i'm saying everything has been racial since the beginning mm-hmm. you know it's always about something race this race that it's always that so lisa lampanelli makes light of that she mm-hmm. makes fun of her own 
You know what I'm saying? So that's how, you know, okay, cool. And then she says she loves black guys and all this other shit, whatever, right? Now, Roseanne Barr, on the other hand, I watched her stand up before. I watched Roseanne speak. Roseanne is a racist. Yeah. Flat out. Yeah, she is. There's and no I... and, and, and and to me, I think she she disrespect um any and everybody. She like so many other people have battery have been put in their back by Trump right. to feel like they can get on Twitter. Now she could talk out. They can get on but Twitter, they can get on like any that. social media and just start going in. She always was like that. So just by her doing the she did the Nazi thing, the Hitler thing. Baking Jews in the oven? Are you kidding me? Gingerbread Jews? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking and it's kidding like me? The fact like, she should have been done from then. And like, it, but, yeah. you know, she came out and she said, oh, like, you know, she's Jewish. And she's not only that, oh, she was on Ambien when she, twi- when yeah, she yeah, tweeted. Yeah, yeah, she trying that. to believe, uh, blame she now, the drug. If you going to be yeah, a racist, gonna if you going to be a racist, be, be a true. racist. Be true to yourself. Don't apologize. Don't try to cop the plea. But remember, you she trying said, to cop the plea right now because people getting at you. But, yeah. you know, we know that you've always been this way. Your husband, Tom Arnold, already put you, your ex-husband, already put you on blast. Mm-hmm. And you he, know, thought, and he was speaking about it just now. They just asked him about it. I don't know what he said, but I'm pretty sure he said. Anyway, this, really, this but, chick is a clown. She is. She's, she's disgusting to me. Yeah, honestly. Man. Like, when I look at her in a Nazi suit, she's like, oh, trying to bake and all this bullshit. I'm like, yo, like, get your whack ass. It's your whack ass show. It should not even went back on air. Yeah, you know? like as and far as yeah. I'm concerned, they was just trying to be like, basically they probably get running out of ideas. They they run yeah. out of ideas. They do stuff to be controversial, but at the same time they're trying to please every audience. Right. We got mm-hmm. blackish. We got the Asian yeah. show. We got the the gay show. Yeah. We got every show. So ABCs they trying to keep it real liberal right, across right. the board. So they're yeah. gonna give you. and They're gonna give you the quote-unquote white supremacist sure. show. Yeah. But it's not going to be so blatant, so overt. Right. Yeah. But when she went on Twitter and she started saying, oh, this, that, and the third, yeah. I don't know what she was thinking, you know, but she just went off on but a tangent. Said, but that's why I'm saying, like... She said she would do anything. She said she was willing to do anything to get her show back on. And exactly. That goes to so show, that just like, yes, the like, level, the level of no, you know, because I feel bad for people level. that had to work with you, yes, because now, now they, they out of lose, a job, yeah, they out of a job because what you gotta say, exactly. and that's like you know, I felt like you, Roseanne, I don't know why you mad. And I yeah, feel like you, you mad. mad. Yeah. Why are you mad? You mad? <laughs> like people like mad. you. I'm tired of people like you because y'all so many. Women it's, and they mad. But you know what's killing me? The fact that everybody's coming now. That yeah. Trump. This is why y'all so lame. Yeah. Nobody had anything and to say. Nobody, nobody had, had anything to oh, say boy. about Obama when he was in his presidency. Yeah. Nobody had nothing to say. Yeah. Everybody was quiet. Y'all wait till Trump get in office. Now all of a sudden, all the Obama but, lash is coming out. But you like F O H. Y'all are y'all are P U S S Y. You should have said that when he was in the presidency. Yeah, Don't wait till Suck now. It. You know what? Suck y'all still looking to Obama to show y'all the way, and that's yep. always. How the fuck it been? Like y'all may then that's why y'all mad. Cause y'all mad because what? Yeah, bitch, we already had a black president. Like when me Yeah, bitch. 
uh, Meg Marco already in the royalty family. Yeah, bitch, we already been in if, mansions. If I don't like a person, if I don't like a person, they gonna know that shit. Yeah, bitch. I'm not gonna wait yeah, until my. Man. I'm not gonna wait until somebody else says, you know what? I don't like this person, yeah. and then I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon oh, like, oh, I don't like. Weird. I really didn't like them either. How nah, weird, I'm not. Man. That shit is whack. Like, I'm not. I'm not here to be like oh, a Obama supporter. Nor damn sure not being a Trump supporter. I don't support no politicians yeah. because in my eyes they all grimy. But what what all of these people is doing right now, coming at Obama, mm-hmm. y'all should have been coming at him when he was in yeah, his presidency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come at him now because your homeboy got that battery in all y'all backs. <laughs> y'all are really corny, and like, for all y'all wanting to be white supremacists, want to walk your streets, want to pick it. And all of that stuff like that, y'all gonna get that rude awakening no. too. Oh, and that was a rude awakening no, no, no. to Roseanne. Oh, you're not, and I feel like with them, like, you know, that think like you, Roseanne, bar, you're not about that life. At all. <laughs> you're not about that life. You, didn't you don't live, want that you, smoke. You're not, you're not about that life. You wasn't out there, oh, you know, fighting and scrapping with people. With black people to um, gain civil rights, you wasn't out there when Malcolm X doing his speech. You wasn't out there when fucking um, um, Martin Luther King was doing his shit. You wasn't out there. You know, you I dare you, I dare you, Roseanne, to go to any Muslim. You talk about Muslims. I dare you to go to any Muslim event. Dumb niggas that shit. Dumb niggas will smack you in the next week. Go to a nation of Islam, bitch. They will, see. they will talk your shit. Yeah, they will wash talk your ass your up. Yeah. They will wash your dumb ass up. And how I look at you, you're mad because you're slow, you're dumb, and you're mad because your 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 kids love our shit. Yep. You're mad because we already been places that y'all didn't think that we can go. You know what? And you should be mad at yourselves. Don't be mad at us because we didn't bring ourselves here. You know? But now that we're here, we're going to run shit. And we've been running shit. And we ran shit our way. So now y'all trying to look at the template because y'all don't know how to run shit. Y'all been fucking up shit this whole time. And it took a black person like Obama to come in and start setting shit straight. And then now... Oh, you got Trump. Oh, you got your you got your white boy back in. Okay, uh, all right. He's back. He y'all back in office, which y'all never really left, you know. Yeah. But at the same token, you know, it's nothing that you you can say. It's nothing that none of y'all white niggas can say, cause I'm calling y'all white niggas <laughs> can say that black people never heard before. So come a little harder, bitch. That's what I'm saying. Come a little harder. Come a little stronger. I want to. Fuck I, I want you to come harder and keep on showing how you really are. Keep on showing how you yeah, really are because it, you know what? Side, it just man. you're just making us know something that we always known before. Right. That's like it. niggas ain't changed, and that's, that's called why niggas ain't changed. Yeah, they try to be slick and then try to white racist niggas ain't changed. Try to reboot I'm not the show talking to another all, character. I'm not talking to all white people. I'm not talking to all races that, you know, are, you know, not racist. You know, I'm talking to the racist people. If you have a person, if you are upset with a person because of their skin tone, 
then I'm talking to you. Yes. You know, you are ignorant, you are stupid, and you're mad, and you know what I feel like? You need to take several seats, boo. <laughs> you need to take several seats, boo. Take a back seat. Go on. You know, you need to take a blunt, smoke that. <laughs> chill Sunday. Chill, chill Sunday. Chill out, but we make you chill. Yeah. We putting and you on ice. Let me take you to a real cookout, real barbecue, show you how black people do. The thing is, when I'm... <laughs> You know what, black like we so embrace of black people, like we love to embrace people, even if they hate us. We like, oh, whatever. Because it's gonna be people that's gonna forgive her. Like, yeah. but the thing about it to me is like you copping to bleed. You try to blame it on Ambien. You try to blame it on Ambien. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, it's too much play. going on. Yeah. And you know, alongside too, we're ridiculous. It's like everybody's raping out here. Everybody's being raped out here. It's like y'all showing all this bad shit. It's like, I'm like, yo, why they fuck I don't know, man. Morgan Freeman is like, Morgan Freeman raping, Bill Cosby raping. He like Morgan. He's like, yo, I never witnessed no shit. Yeah, of course. He said, yo, I never been so. Like, yo, this shit is so crazy since yeah. I said 80 years. Now, see, to all me, to me now it's getting a little crazy because now here. why are all the black men mm, getting exactly. me too? You got Russell Simmons, yeah. you got Bill Cosby, now you're coming from Morgan Freeman. You know, it's starting to seem like a pattern here. Yeah. Pattern. And I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to hear about who did what. Listen, I'm a woman. Okay, yeah. and if a guy comes at me in a way that I don't like, I'm telling him to fuck off. Yeah, straight Period. up and down. Yeah. Straight Period. up and down. You gotta take some ownership yeah, over yourself too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like straight up and down. So I'm 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 peeping the manipulation in the media. Y'all always manipulating to stuff. The masculine and black man. you're coming at no- the pattern is being shown that you're coming at nothing but black men. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and a narrative. And I'm not fooling for it. Okay, so you gotta role. come with something else. We need help. We role. need, you know, I feel like black guys, like, you know, it's like, it's a good time for women and black people. But, like, you know, we need to strengthen these black men out here because they really, like, falling victim to a lot of shit right now. And I feel like, you know, they're coming for y'all. And um, I just mm-hmm. feel like, you know, with these people that's like racist and stuff, it's like obviously y'all mad because we winning and y'all not. And I feel like you know what black people, what we gotta keep on doing is just be successful. Don't even worry about I'm elevating on these suckers. Yeah, don't worry about what they saying because obviously what they saying is just like it's not really going nowhere. Like they upset because their children is so invested in black culture. They upset because you know we are better than ever and we're getting better what we gotta understand what we gotta understand is what we gotta really understand the big scheme of it the whole thing right right, is that we gotta think about ourself first you know what i'm saying focus on yourself know yourself right know what you need know what your family needs Mm mm-hmm then take care of everything else. Right, right. Because everybody else keep jumping outside themselves and right. try to figure out, like, oh, what this person, like what's me? going on yeah. here, what's going on there. Nah, nah, Focus on you. Right. Focus on what you need to do for yourself. Get yourself together. Make sure your health is straight. Make sure your finances are straight. Make sure your family is straight. Then, after that, then you could worry about all this other shit because... There's so many distractions out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You know, it's mm-hmm. trying to get people here, get people there. Right. Yo, are we are we doing this today? Are we black power today? Are we selling drugs today? Are we doing this today? <laughs> are we doing that today? Right. Are we gonna bring this person down today? Are we gonna talk about who's been me too? Are we gonna talk about Trump today? Fuck all of these people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be honest, and, because it's all a distraction. And, yeah, and it's a, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like, you know, a lot of stuff is putting a wall over people's eyes to exactly. what is actually going on in this real world. And yeah. it's a lot of stuff that, honestly, like Trump is doing in his presidency that people are not hearing about. And it's because of just, like, some black and white shit. And it's, mm-hmm. it's deeper than black and white shit. And I think I said it before. He's fucking it up, period. Because... You know, like, um, I heard briefly, like, a story on the news, and it was talking about how Trump is separating kids, like, you know, Mm -hmm. kids months old, kids maybe like a year or two old, Mm -hmm. from their parents at the border. When when they're trying to come in the country, they will literally take their kids away, like they have officers yeah. that take them away, yeah. put them in foster care, yeah. you know, and you fucking these kids up. Yeah, because you, you know, know what they're doing to these kids. Yeah, it's like, you're, like, I can't they imagine, I can't, kids, like, when your kids is little, even though, like, your kids, when your kids is, like, the littlest of their age, like, the youngest, like, they know who their parents are, they know who their surroundings are, so they don't want to be outside of their surroundings. So imagine getting just snatched away, you know? Imagine the parent and the parent to deal with that. Yeah, and the parents don't even know where their kids is being shipped off to or sent to. You gotta kill me, man. It's like you gotta kill everybody. These is the policies. These are the policies that he yeah he's putting in place, and it's like yo, this is ridiculous ish because it's like. Don't do that to people. If you're not going to allow their parents to come in here, don't allow their kids to come here, too. Who knows what they're doing with these kids? Because, you know, it's it's big. This country, or especially European white man, is big on this pedophilia shit. That's another thing. And And organ harvesting and cloning and... There's so many different things that they deal with. Right. You know, and and it's and there's layers of it. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, I'll take your kid because I know like the kid we could raise them however we wanna raise them. Right. You know what I mean? Y'all already setting y'all where y'all already who y'all are. We don't need y'all. Let's get the offspring. Let's raise the offspring however we want that now. Mm-hmm. We can make them a part of our military. Right. We can make them a part of our cabinet. We can make them anything we yeah. want them and, to be. And while we speaking on that, too, I just want to um, say that um, a 15-year-old Chicago girl, Sandria Davis, um, body was found in an abandoned building. Mm. Nobody's talking about it. Her fingers was cut off and some of her body parts mm. were removed. Oh the God. story See? hasn't been covered. Make, every, make sure everybody, you know, hears about this. Um, she's been reported to be missing ever since April. Oh um, she lived on the west side of Chicago, and she was found two weeks um, later in a nearby abandoned building. And you know what's Sa- up? Sandria Davis. Sandria Davis. Prayers to her, family. her family. Yeah. Shit like that disgusts me. You know what I'm saying? I have a daughter myself, and I'll be damned. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of it, they're going to try to pin that shit on some black person or whatever... We don't know what's going on out here because a lot of people's end up missing grown people, young people. It's like a lot of weird things are happening. 
things that we haven't been seeing on the constant, yeah. you know, and for their own benefit because yeah. they trying to keep themselves alive because, you know, you know, not to make it like that, but it it, it is what it is. A it's, lot of these, a lot of these white people or Caucasian people, I should say, they're the recessors, right? They yeah. have the recessive genes. They can't be out in the sun. They can't do this. They, you know, they weaker. Just, just, just in, in mm-hmm. a, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they extract the melanin. They take DNA. They take organs. They take this. They take that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, motherfuckers done died three times. Mm-hmm. They bringing them back to life and putting they all it's it's real. Right. So we don't know what's going on out here, man. It's really scary. You Cloning know, for, all types of shit. For, man. You know, society nowadays. Shit. And that's why I feel like this is not time for people to be all against one another. It's a time to it's really not. be self awareness, um, awareness of everyone's surroundings and what's going on in this world because you know, it's so literal. That's why I feel like when, mm-hmm. when I do think of, not to bring it back to Kanye, but when I think of him, I feel like he's, you know, so ignorant to what's really going on. And like, because he's speaking of one thing, and that's just like, it's not just one-sided. It's like, yo, what this guy is doing to people is not nice. And they're not just doing it to black or white people. They're doing it to... Spanish people, Mexican poor. people, poor people. Or like whoever yeah. so-called middle class or poor. Yeah. But the thing is with Kanye is like this too. I don't know what the hell they could have. They could have did something to that nigga. Because he, he was very vocal and speaking out and Gets saying Bush whatever. And then against, now against Trump, everything. he's like, and then yes. it's just like they takes the man. I don't know how they, you know. Mm-hmm. Could have programmed the nigga a certain way, you know. Yeah. Who knows? I just... I I you just know, you know oh. then diagnose him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the easiest yeah, way to nah. call don't somebody. Let, don't you know, it's, it's funny. To, no, don't listen to him now because he's bipolar. Don't listen yeah. to him. Yeah, no, but you know what? I it's mean, the easiest way it's to easy to call. Somebody. It's easy to call yeah somebody crazy and to dismiss them by calling them crazy. But it's funny to me like how all of this mental illness never really was a topic when it came to Kanye until he started messing with Kim. And I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. people were saying, oh, yeah, Kanye's off the chain. Like, he just speak his mind. Yeah. Like, so you're going to call everybody who speaks their mm-hmm. mind crazy, cr- crazy now? Oh, everybody who speaks their speak, mind is bipolar speak now? Speaking of Tupac, that's what I'm saying. They would have did that to Tupac. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. They would have took Tupac in, said he was a nut. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They hit already tried to make him seem crazy, but... Hit him off, you know what I'm saying, with, with, mm-hmm. with whatever. And it's like, to me, it's like... Everything that's going on is a certain agenda. Mm-hmm. And you have to really look at what the agenda really is. Right. To know, like, what side you, you, you should be on. Because it's like, when I look at a person and they speaking, especially a public speaker, it's like, all right, well, what's your agenda? Or right. what what agenda? Rappers is politicians what, what agenda, what, what agenda yeah. behind you? They politicians You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, you know, you got to put a, a, a keynote speaker out there. It's like, okay, say we all believe in one thing, and whoever's the the, the best well-spoken person out of us, right. it, you know, oh, the oh, 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 yeah, you, you go ahead. You talk about it. You speak on it. So right. that's why I can't look at things like, there's layers to it. You know what I mean? It's like, 
I don't know if that's really you or you a puppet. Right. And on that you know? note, like, we're we going to close it. Yeah. We get, we get, we have, you know, we're going to bring it to you real. We're going to bring it to you straight. This is Chill Sundays. You know, always check us out. YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give you some tunes right now. Don't be fooled. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> for real, for real. Check us out. Hit us next week. For real, for real. This is Chill Sundays. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Easy money. about to be a surgical summer chop the tops off the coops the cuatro ciento ochata y ocho the spider joint and you know we gotta cut the heads off these snakes right watch the body drops Pride. Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby divides the pie. Wait, let's examine why. Your music for the past few years been angry and full of lies. I started at the home front, I'm on one. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch, I'm on one. You mention wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. How you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. Soup, Dennis, you parade him. A Steve Harvey suit, nigga, made him. Confused, always felt you weren't black enough. Afraid to grow it, cause your fro wouldn't nap enough. Since you name dropped my fiance, let him know who you chose as your Beyonce. Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby's involved, it's deeper than rap. We talking character, let me keep with the facts. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing border patrol. Ooh. Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby, respect that girl, forget she's a porn star, let her be your world, yeah. How dare you put yay in my verses, I'm selfish, I want all of the curses, I'm pre-booking the churches, me versus three hearses. If we all go to hell, it'll be worth it, already aligned with the greats, and on that same note, the only ones I chase are two ghosts, still giving you classics, that's the only thing that dates me, OVO 40, hunched over like he 80. How much time he got that man is Six, six, six I got the devil flow, nigga Six, six, six Surgical summer with it Snip, snip, snip And you don't really want it with him Surgical summer volume one We gonna take this slow We just gonna peel it back layer by layer Yeah Daytona Album of the motherfucking year Talking about you upset. <laughs> well, I want to see what it's like when you get angry, okay? You show me that.